Well, well, well. Starting with such beauty. Thank you, Ludwig von Beethoven, for Elise. This is Mitchell J. Rabin for A Better World. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to have another very interesting show today. We're going to have a roundtable on the subject of the 11th Annual World Peace and Earth Day Celebration that a friend of mine, Andy Kane, has been producing for a number of years. Well, 11, and that's a master number. So we're going to have a special fun this year. And uh, many of the people who will be on today's roundtable have been an integral part of this this event that's taken place in New York City at various venues over time. And it's always not only a lot of fun, it's always honoring the earth and honoring the great virtue of peace that we are all seeking, both in our outside world, of course, as well as inside ourselves. So the celebration is always playing on that inner, outer piece of it all. So we're going to have a good time today. So I hope you really tune in and gather the, the wisdom and the energy and the love that we all approach this wonderful, wonderful celebration with. So joining us today and uh, speaking with us in a moment is who I just mentioned, Andy Kane. And we will also have the wonderful Kurt Johnson, who has been on the air with us several times over the, over the years, scientist, teacher, author, and with his own radio show as well these days. And artist, teacher, and mystic, I love to call her, Jody Sirota, a very dear old friend, and Barbara Bijou, who is a healer and innovative change agent, who has been around just doing wonderful things with ritual and celebration in the New York and nationally uh, New York area for, for many, many years. So it's really a pleasure to have everybody on with me today to talk about this. So, Andy, I would love to have you first, if you would, start off and just give us a little introduction about how you became inspired to do this and uh, where you found the motivation, in fact, to continue it for all of these robust 11 years. Thank you very much, Mitchell. Um, back in 2004, I was working with Rick Ulfick from We the World, and I was helping, I was as one of the coordinators for 11 Days of Global Unity, and that was an initiative that started um, back then, and, and I was very inspired doing events back then, doing it, working with him. And um, back actually in 1998, I got the name Planet Heart, from the word earth and taking the last letter of H and bringing at the beginning of the word, it spells heart, planet heart. We're all one heartbeat beating as one with mother earth. And in 2000, um, in 2005, I had, uh, found out I had a tumor in my head, acoustic neuroma. It was, it was very large. And after it was removed, I also had, um, uh, an epiphany to, to just, just be really connected to, I've always been connected to, the earth and nature i've always loved the planet and and in 2007 i had a burning desire it was like really really strong to do an earth day event and infuse it with world peace so i called it the annual world peace earth day celebration with work opix we the world as being the umbrella um for planet heart being a non-profit organization and a charity organization to help produce this event and help support what he's doing and for me, I, I've been on this 21-year mission of, of uh, oneness energy, uh, frequency of awakening, and, and wanting to bring people together in 2007, 11 years ago, uh, was really my calling. I really felt it was something I really wanted to, 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 to produce, to bring people together in a conscious community for, for peace, love, oneness, Mother Earth, and... Um, what's been enabling, to get, enabling me to do this is really just knowing that just wanting to bring people together and, and, and it's, it's, it's just, it's that burning desire that keeps triggering within me to want to do. Mm-hmm. And then also um, as a poet and a singer songwriter, I've been producing all this music and piece. And so this, this, this Earth Day event that I've been bringing together in New York city is basically an opportunity to, um, 
celebrate our planet, healing our heart is the subtitle. So it's really that. It's, essence, it's the essence of connecting to our hearts and connecting to, you know, our own peace so we can have peace in the world. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you for that. I'm very glad that you feel that motivation because it speaks really to the heart of us all and a lot of the value sets that we walk around with and carry through in our daily lives. And uh, so I, I think this is a real honoring of earth and peace, as I was saying, and I think you've been doing a really wonderful job in in doing such honoring. So thank you, Andy. It's really a pleasure to be thank part you. of it so, again. Thank Absolutely. you. And, 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 and knowing you for all these years, you've been doing such wonderful work, and I, I, I love what you've been doing. And so like everybody who's involved with this event really I've known for many years. So it's really an honor to have yeah. all of you. Sure. Well, thank you. Thank you. And Jody Sirota talking about dear old friends for a long time. I love that you're part of this and you're actually helping Andy shoulder to shoulder, make it all happen, you know, and it's great because there are a lot of details in this kind of work and this kind of organization. <laughs> I know I've done it myself many, many times and I am with you too, as a matter of fact. So tell me what, what is it that's calling you to this and what would you like to share with our audience about it? Well, my work also, hi, Mitch, <laughs> hi, everybody. Um, I've been gathering people for many, many years, over 30-something years, doing my work. I do, um, I'm a channel, and I do Akashic record readings, the readings of your soul, along with um, sound, vibrational sound healing, and um, I'm an artist, so I do concerts for with art and sound and meditation and sometimes connecting with musicians, but always to just bring people to new levels of consciousness. And But part of it is also about anchoring in your soul to really be here presently and work through the heart connection and really accept that we're here as humans. A lot of people are having a hard time feeling connected to being human or wanting to be on the earth. So um, when Andy was doing this many, many years ago, I used to be in his um, events. And then um, years later, I created the Meta Center, Multidimensional Hello? Education and Transformational Arts Center. You were in his void? Hello? What? Hello? Did we lose me? Jody? Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Jody? Okay. Um, it I'm sounds like we may have lost her, at least for no, the moment. I hope everyone Hello? else is there. If everyone is there, raise your hand. No, I'm kidding. Is everyone there? <laughs> Can you yeah, hear me? Yes. 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 Okay, good, good. Oh, I am I am I pleased. Okay, Jody, <laughs> uh, it sounded like you dropped out there. So well, continue with what you were so... <laughs> I was just talking about being multidimensional and knowing that we came to be incarnated on the earth at this time while we're in a whole time period of raising our consciousness and going through a whole shift into fifth dimensional consciousness, which is all through the heart. So a lot of the work Mm -hmm. that I've been doing all these years has been about participating in other people's things, but also gathering people for big events and also doing individual work to help people to come into themselves and recognize their gifts and awaken their consciousness. But also I work through the multidimensional heart, so it's a perfect fit because I work with sort of coming into the gateways to the multidimensional heart. And I work from all different levels, all different dimensions, all different time frames, past, present, future, other lifetimes. Mm -hmm. So it brings everything together. And all the people on this um, that we gathered together for this event, especially this year, are a lot of the people, um, some of them from FIONS, um, which is Friends Institute of Noetic Sciences. But all of us, at least I have known all of you for many, many years, and it's so nice to just gather all of us who have been doing the work similar in different ways, but also working with Andrew to um, really bring his vision out and become part of the vision, which is part of the whole thing about us having collaboration and accepting we're here as these earthlings at this time and um, mm-hmm. allowing for shifts in our consciousness, which is a very specific time on the planet right now as it's 
in a 26,000-year cycle for fourth time mm-hmm. to get it right. Hopefully we'll get it right this time. Get it right. <laughs> to make it to the wherever <laughs> trying to become the higher conscious beings. Uh, but ascending on the plane and sort of not having to leave to get the awareness of who we are in relation to the greater whole. Yes. Getting it right, Jody. that's a fantastic aspiration, <laughs> and I share it with you. <laughs> So along that line, thanks so much for for uh, sharing all of that and the yeah, the depth and beauty me. of your work. Great to be Absolutely, Thank you. Barbara Bishu. Hello and welcome to a better world. I have not spoken with you in ages, so it's a pleasure ages to have you part of ages. this roundtable. <laughs> right? My I God, am we've gotten yeah. so much younger in the meantime. Yeah, we have with the I, as I said, yeah. we've we've gotten so much younger <laughs> yeah. in the meantime. Right? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Immortal <Absolutely>. soul. <laughs> Barbara, oh. please share with us some of your work and what what excites you about what we're doing here with the annual World Peace and Earth Day celebration. Well, as an urban priestess ritualist, um this yeah. is something that I absolutely love and you know, as I said, we haven't spoken in a while, Jody and I have known each other for probably 30 years. You know, it's great to bring all this energy together and yeah. see where we are. Because for me, when you talked about an 11, you know, it's the 11 too. So it's that high spiritual um, possibility mixed with the two, which is also the divine feminine and grounded. So we are in such mm-hmm. a time of the divine feminine coming back in very, very practical, grounded ways. And for me personally, I had a huge healing with the earth. And I don't think people understand, unless we've, you've been working like we all have for so many you know, years, how crucial it is to co-create with Mother Earth because she gives us so much. Um, when I was healing from the loss of my sister, you know, over 30, 40 years ago, um, that was the only thing that really healed me, was really being on the earth and offering my pain to the earth and letting her heal me. And we've discovered so much now about how, you know, the trees talk to each other and how it is yes. one system, as Jody keeps saying, it is a oneness that to me, this conference for me is like we all bring our individual flashlights together to create a spotlight of light on this planet and become an acupuncture needle to stir this juju that, you mm. know, is so needed. And anyone mm-hmm. who comes into our energy field um, feels it and is part of it and will take it away with them. Jody and I are doing a closing ceremony where people will actually get to take something away with them that they could then share so that this doesn't stop at the conference. You know, it's mm-hmm. just kind of a rest stop, so to speak, to say thank yes. you and to be connected. Well, I would also call that for some people a point of departure as well. An awakening mm-hmm. can happen. An awakening. But as you're saying, yeah. and I so appreciate this, that it's the sustainable quality that is actually most interesting to me, how people bring it and integrate it into their daily lives. That's where the magic happens right. from my point of view. It's one thing to have a party, and I love parties. Um, however, it's the aftermath, you know, it's the follow-through that will make the sustainable difference that I believe that we need to make and the, and the thriving difference. I like to even bring that word. The thriving. In, the I, I love that. Because, you know, difference. when I started, yeah, like when I started, like all of you did, you know, we just knew this worked because we could feel it. We sensed it. Yes. We were, you know, empathic. Yes. Now we have the neuroscience to prove it. And that to yes, me is really exactly. exciting. So I love mixing the spirituality so. with the neuroscience. So yeah. you know that just doing something for a few minutes a day can change your neuropathways. How amazing that's right. is that? You know? Exactly. So we get and to if you do look, I'm, I'm so glad you're saying this because that's a, a lot of my work too, I, in fact, by way of metaphor and analogy. So look at the brain circuitry and then look at the circuitry of a tree and then the circuitry of trees in a forest. And guess what mm-hmm. looks similar? You know, and mm-hmm. you start to see when we talk about being one, 
we ain't kidding. <laughs> you know, this is no, we're uh, not kidding everything at is all. a mirror, right? <laughs> Everything's a mirror of each other. You know, it's a fractal yeah. relationship. So, well, Barbara, thank you so much for being on today and joining us here and sharing your, your love and your wisdom. Absolutely. And my dear friend, Kurt Johnson, what a pleasure to have you part of this and sharing what you have, the depth of your experience, which is so great. And share with us, you're a scientist, a, a mystic, and you're a former priest, in fact. And you have been bringing together science and spirituality for longer than almost anybody. So I, it's beautiful. How do you see what we're doing here in this annual celebration, Kurt, through that lens and whatever else you would like to share with us? You know, well, it's really uh, wonderful to be able to be a part of the uh, Earth Day uh, celebrations this year. And it's actually it's ama- amazingly timely because I just finished in the last day or two an article that I've been asked to write among 15 invited authors for Evolution Institute's magazine, This View of Life. And it's um, a special that they're doing with uh, scientists speaking out on the relationship of consciousness and evolution, and particularly the implications when a conscious being with conscious choice and agency like our species Homo sapiens is at the top of the evolutionary ladder on a planet that is very severely challenged relative to the health and sustainability of its of its overall environment. And um, we've been asking those articles to showcase a lot of the new data that is out there on this inextricable relationship. I mean, we can say, you could argue yes or no whether or not evolution itself is conscious. That's a different conversation. But mm-hmm. you can't unload the fact that we have a conscious species with conscious choice and agency at the top of the evolutionary ladder on this particular planet. So uh, a lot of the examples I've been giving are from an amazingly detailed and nuanced study that's just come out uh, in the United Nations community by the Canadian Research Institute. And it it is all about the incredibly intertwined feedback loops that occur between the actions of of humanity and then what feeds back to the very mechanics of the evolutionary process in both the geosphere and the biosphere and and all of us you know as more people that are more conversant in the in the spiritual discussion would understand that what we're really talking about here in the sense of Teilhard de Chardin's view of all of this is that we have this inextricable connection between geosphere, biosphere, and what he called noosphere, which is the world of consciousness. And whereas the conventional world of politics and just conventional knowledge doesn't often see these connections, which is, of course, what leads to the, to the global abuse of the environment, uh, these things are just, you know, just completely intertwined. So, uh, where we're all trying to get, you know, as Andrew was saying and, and Jody and Barbara, is to raise the level of awareness at a global level from the street on up uh, that these arenas are completely interconnected and the conscious choices of this particular uh, species, Homo sapiens, are really critical to whether or not this planet uh makes it not only as a habitat for this species, but as many more. And I'll just say one more thing, and that is that the political aspect here, as you well know, Mitchell, because you've been such an activist in this as well, is that currently worldwide a lot of these movements that go by the label populist but actually aren't populist, they're really about you know creating autocracies based around various oligarchies of rich people. Uh, yes. These are the very people that do not care about the health or the sustainability of, of the environment around them, either because they're disinformed, misinformed, or whatever it may be. So long story short, yeah, the time is now is, is super critical. And so that's why, you know, events like these uh, are, are just really important. So it's great to be yes. a part of that. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Kurt. I, I so appreciate your nuanced perspective and highly 
evolutionary perspective as well, even though I sometimes question uh, the whole idea of evolution itself, and I'm not sure I have a huge amount of evidence that says it's true. I know that's a seemingly uh, counter-perspective, but I like to bring that forward, as well as the idea, and I'd love to hear what people have to say about it since Kurt brought it up, and then we will also let people know how they can attend this wonderful and register for this wonderful celebration. Andy, if you would do that in a moment. You brought up the idea of uh, human sapiens being at the very top of the evolutionary ladder on, on Earth, and I wonder, maybe I'm being overly democratizing here, but I, with what we continue to learn, Kurt and everyone, about the nature of tree speaking, like Barbara mentioned, the way whales and dolphins communicate, and other animals across the spectrum of Mother Nature, I'm really scratching my head and wondering if we are really the apex or the nadir. Comment? Well, the the issue there is really, are we... In the and I'm kidding when I say just... Nadir. I mean, like, as in, in a level of equal footing on the level of conscious intelligence that we don't ordinarily, sensorily see. No, I, I think, you know, what's being said is that we are in the position of being able to do the greatest damage. In other words, there's a oh, tremendous equality yeah. between all of the things in the biosphere. You could say the insects probably have it hands down over everyone else. But in the sense of who has the potential to be the great natural selector who could do the most damage because of his uh, agency and conscious choice, human beings are doing things that trees don't do, that insects don't do. All of these other things are in a balance with ecosystems. And we're, to make a pun, we're we're the odd man out. And just mm-hmm. to make one other comment, and I, I make this really clear in my piece for um, Evolution Institute, because I'm probably the only voice in this group of 15 that even acknowledges this, and that is, you, you all know as well as I do, that there are entire views now that all of this is about consciousness, and that all the yes. things, both material and otherwise, are a matter of consciousness. And mm-hmm. that paradigm, which has been, you know, you know, elaborated in great detail in the last few years by Deepak Chopra and a lot of his uh, associates, you know, Federico Fejin and Stuart Hameroff and uh, Rudy Tanzi, and you go through that whole list. Uh, that would not be considered the mainstream view of science, but I think all of mm-hmm. us who know both science and spirituality, as I mentioned in the footnote, because of our knowledge of the implications of the Vedas, is that that's probably the truth that the probably the yes. truth of the matter is that this is all really a matter of consciousness but bringing that point of view into the mainstream scientific community I'll probably be the only voice that mentions that I had to do so kind of carefully um it's probably as I say in a footnote it is is probably the wave of the future and it's actually the wave of the future simply because now we don't have a holistic way of processing information globally everything is siloed and it's based on what's considered mainstream or what paradigms are in mm-hmm. control. But I think mm-hmm. everyone on this call would agree that where this is all going, to use Jody and Andrew's term, is to this world of the heart, which is, is, is a completely different dimension, dimensional perspective. So Yes, indeed, indeed. Well, thank you for weighing in here like this. I so, so appreciate it. Uh, for the sake of time, let us make sure everyone knows, Andy, uh, the details, how they can uh, register. And if you are traveling, because we have an, an international audience, and we would love people from Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa to come. But for those who are maybe slightly closer... What do they do? Well, I have news for you about that. Everybody, this is a global event. This event is being live streamed, broadcast live on the event on April 21st. So people can, oh, from all great. the world, experience this event live in person. Um, the the link for that is youcanview.com. That's the link you go to if you are not in New York City to celebrate with us in person, but the event in New York City for all of those people who are able to attend, it's happening on Saturday, April 21st from 6.30 p.m. sharp to 
to 9.45 p.m., and the doors open at 6 p.m. The location is the New York New Church at 114 Fifth Street between Park and Lexington Avenue. And the website to get tickets and more information about this event and gathering is planetheart.org. And you can also email us at earthday at we at um, we the world dot org uh, or call us at two one two 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 five four three two that's two one two 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 five four three two and again the live streaming broadcast is at youcanview.com and you can go there on four twenty one and there will be a link for the event there and there will also be a VOD will be available after the event is over. That's wonderful. And is there a cost to seeing the live stream? or No, the live streaming is free. Uh, there is a cost to attend the event. Um, so you can purchase tickets in advance at, at planetheart.org. Great. Wonderful. Thank you for that practical detail, that very earth-related detail. That. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Uh, Jody, I know you're working, you know, as I said, shoulder to shoulder with with Andy in developing the the list of activities and the musicians and all. Could you give us a taste of what those who attend either in person or uh, through the live streaming can expect to see and what we're going to be enjoying together? Well, we have different speakers, some of us who are already on this this particular uh, broadcast. Um, yeah. So we'll be doing ceremonies and we'll be doing speaking. We also have um, Pramik, um, who is a major musician. He's been around for many years working with you know, known people. Um, and um, a woman named um, Danny Elson, Ellison, I think her name is, um, and she uh, she's a singer, um, I'll be doing meditation type channeling and guiding people through experiential type of situations with also sa- vibrational sound healing for activations and initiations to awaken their consciousness. And um, there'll be um, other people, Andy, and as well as Ron Friedman, will be do- possibly be doing poetry and Victoria Friedman. I don't know exactly what she's doing yet, but they always do experiential kind of things. The whole thing is about really feeling like you're part of something, so that you're gathering mm-hmm. whether you're whether you're in the room or beyond the room. Um, so that yeah. you know, the internet is great because it's this whole web of of a way to connect with people. So it's still about gathering people, whether you're in person or not, and feeling like you're a part of something, so that you we're not alone on the planet and. The planet is here to hold us and support us and anchor us here while we're still being connected to multidimensional experiences. So we get to feel ourselves mm-hmm. as sort of the new human on the new earth because like, like Kurt, mm-hmm. Kurt was saying and, and Barbara, all of you, were saying that there's so much going on and we're, we're really trying to come into a place that we can feel like we're all part of something and know what why we're here or what we're here to learn about or be here expressing fully and feeling full empowerment, full expression of self and really be in sync and in connection and collaboration with everyone. Yes. So and, yes. And, um, Rick, Rick Alfick's um, work is about we the world. It's about bringing us from the I to the we. So we're all part of this and hopefully people will get that experience to know that they're they make a difference just being where they are, whether they're participating directly or listening or going along with what we're doing. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you for bringing us a little closer to the, the heartbeat of the evening. Uh, I've, I've been there, of course, before over the years and emceed and moderated panels and the like, and I, I just always feel elated, quite honestly, in being part of it because the energy that gets created in the space is really it's elevating and it's and it's also it is a, it's an 11 it is an 11 year it is exactly. an 11 year like barbara had mentioned and you had mentioned someone like right. sure. that um um you know numerology that's a master, master number. masterful number so um, i feel like yes. we've picked the kind of people to be in this who have been masters for many years in their work and have been affecting many people so 
Um, yeah. We're here to yeah. also ignite the mastery in everyone. You know, thank you for saying that. I, I want to say it's funny because obviously I've had uh, got a deep spiritual connection with the earth, with Gaia, with Pachamama, and I've done so much work over the course of years on so many different levels in connection to her. And uh, I'm also a Taurus, which is the first earth sign <laughs> in the zodiac. So somehow or another, when I really, and I've got a lot of earth in my chart as well, but when I think about it, um, I feel so deeply connected. Like she's literally my mother, and the you know the affection that we have and respect that we have for our own biological mothers. And through the work I've been doing in in counseling and holistic psychotherapy, is I feel like I just want to share a bit from some of my own work in connection to this. I feel like I went beyond Freud. You how dare you say such a thing? Well, I'll tell you why. Because Freud was deeply involved, of course, with one's own, what I refer to as local mother, you know, the local womb, so to speak, from which we physically emerged. But if you trace it back, I don't, we don't have to go back too far to realize that all mothers and all wombs came from the Gaia womb. And so, when I work with people, there's a very specific bias that I have. I don't make believe that I'm impartial because I'm not. Because I feel like sort of along the deep teachings of eco-psychology that once one gets a bit clear about the Freudian style um, relationship one has with one's mother and clears the field there of suppression, repression, depression, and impressions, if you will, um, one is then free to develop the deeper relationship with the giver of life itself, which of course is Gaia. And so it, it sort of steps up the game to this other level that I feel we all have to play. And in light of something you were saying before, Kurt, about maybe we are at the apex because and measurable in the damage that we can do, the harm that we can do to our beautiful planet. And we don't have to be concerned of a tree or a monkey, for that matter, doing damage to the planet. That's just not in their DNA. But ours, because of what you were saying, Kurt, about agency, about our human will, we can do and have done a tremendous amount of harm. So I feel that our developing, uh, our definition of health and wellness and well-being has actually everything to do with our relationship to Mother Earth. So I just wanted to lay that out because... Um, I feel that's a kind of a, a foundational type of thought that we all could uh, benefit from and reflect on. And I'll bring some of that in as an MC and host of the evening, too. So, um, Barbara, um, I'd love to hear you weigh in a little bit. Maybe you can even reflect a little bit on what I said and whatever else you would like to uh, bring to the table in our last several minutes. Absolutely. Well, you know what you're saying, Mitch, is what – Ancient cultures have done for thousands of years. They understood Indeed. the relationship, our relationship between Mother, Mother Earth, who is the giver of everything. And that's why there are festivals and ceremonies for harvest, for planting, for birth, for death, because exactly. we are part of the cycle. And once we lost that, I personally think that's when all the rape and violence came for among each mm. other and the Earth. Before that, there was a reverence, Interesting. and we lost it, yeah. and I'm hoping, and I know through a lot of you know, the ceremony work that I do, it brings back a reverence, and it brings back a consciousness so that a lot of people don't understand the divine feminine each of us, male and female. You know, a lot of times they think it's just goddess work and, you know, for the girls, so to speak. And this new consciousness is bringing about, I think, a new crop of conscious men who honor the mother again and really honor um, what we do. And it's so, so important, especially in this disconnected world of technology. And I have so many millennials come to my workshops and work with me, and I am amazed how they're craving for connection. They just want to 
be in a room with other people. They are so tired of just being on their phones and their devices. You know, they, they've disconnected. They really, they have. And Ooh. we, as everyone says here, we are the custodians of the earth. We have to own that. You know, we have to really claim that. That's our job as, yes. you know, so we're in relationship and, um, which is why I'm so passionate about bringing back conscious rituals because it is about relationship with the divine, with the self, with the earth. And it's so important today. Everyone has said it, you know, every single person yes. who has talked today. Yes. And I think we're all in real agreement. We all have different ways of offering it and that's fine. You know, you go to a restaurant, you want choices, but it all comes to the same thing. We're all going in the same direction. Yeah, well put, well put. It's true. I I really like that thought that you shared, Barbara, of ritual, uh, which, of course, punctuates different seasons. And, of course, we've got the solstices, mm-hmm. the equinox, as well as the time of seeding, the time of growing, the time of harvesting, the time of incubating, hibernating, right. and then the new spring, you know, the new earth, so to speak. And, and right. Jody, something you and were also, mentioning And also, you know, about... this is the new year. Please. This is the Vedic New Year. The Vedic New Year, you know, is uh-huh. um, in a few days. It's on the new moon. It's the 16th. 15. Mm. So we mm-hmm. really are in that period of a new year, you know, a new era, a new everything. And there's so much potential yes. in that. Yes, exactly. Well, we Jews get to enjoy several new years. I love it. <laughs> many, many, many. <laughs> I celebrate them all. <laughs> Me too. Of every religion, you know, just, Me too. oh, so what are Absolutely. we doing today for, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I get exactly. to do my prosperity but, ritual tons of times because I have a New Year's prosperity ritual, and I uh, have so many New Year's that I could do it at. It's great. Well, my God, I mean, you must be very prosperous. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jody, you <laughs> mentioned the New Earth, which I, I think is, of course, Eckhart Tolle is well known for that notion and uh, this idea that you know we are part of a larger world that we think of as uh you know we think of our world and we're very planetary conscious which is fantastic but of course we're expanding and recognize there's this fractal relationship between what is going on in our bodies and on our earth with the rest of our beautiful galaxy and universe in fact and that's a very interesting kind of Right, exactly. And so the idea that we can... Multidimensional humans on this new earth so that we can feel and experience being everywhere simultaneously, but still being grounded and anchored and knowing we're in this incarnation and we're spirit everywhere and spirit lives everywhere and is expansive and connected to the stars, the planets, the beyond, the beyond, inside the earth, on the earth, and beyond the earth. Exactly, exactly. And so that kind of awareness and consciousness speaks to some of what, Kurt, you were sharing with us about that the beginning and end of all discussions is actually the conversation about consciousness, that the material world, all worlds of the material realm in the universe is actually an expression of consciousness. I mean, from the Taoist point of view, I like looking at it oftentimes, Kurt, that that basically what we have as the material realm is a is a condensation um a densification of spirit which is another way of saying intelligence do you want to just weigh in on that yeah i was going to uh, say you know one of the things that is good news in these days is that the mainstream of science is finally moving toward a more of a balancing act here one of the major moves that Evolution Institute made, and it's as mainstream as you can get, uh, was saying about a year ago that we are wired for both our objective way of knowing and our subjective way of knowing. And it's no longer a question of choosing one or the other because we're wired for both. And then the question is, what are the skill sets that serve us best 
both from that objective way of knowing the best that science could give us and the object and the subjective way of knowing the best that the wisdom traditions and the the, the mystical understandings and the subtle realms could also um you know could also be a part of that so that for mainstream science was a huge step huge and it's yeah and i think you know it, it, the mainstream is making baby steps um deepak recently published a very easily understandable article in uh san francisco gate which is a magazine out in san francisco that that talks about what this shift would require in the sense of understanding that everything is actually a part of consciousness. So little by little. <laughs> let's mm-hmm. But step by step. <laughs> Mary, I'm on the first step. Absolutely. Well, you know, I want to bring another level, if I may, to the conversation with relates to a better world. And uh, the work I do, of course, is very personal with people and their subjective and objective realities um, and the domain of healing. But there's a whole other thing that we haven't really talked about much here, but I'd like to bring to bear. We've got a bunch of mystics in this roundtable, and it's fantastic. Uh, as the um, as probably the Taurus of the bunch, one of the other things that I do, and I'd love to hear what anyone would have to say, is I deal a lot with things like the elements, the water, the air, the soil, and cleansing them, purifying them, um, increasing water through conservation and other means to provide water for irrigation. You know, some say, for instance, that the entire conflict in Syria arose largely from large parts of the land being parched. The land was in a drought for many, many years. So your farmers um, and the families didn't have enough food to bring to the market. They didn't have enough food that they could grow because of the lack of water to even eat for themselves. And they petitioned the government for help with water. And there is a global water crisis that we are facing. There is a global food crisis called the GMO world. <laughs> you know, there's, we, we have fake food. We're talking about fake news. We have fake food that gets passed on and sold and packaged as real. These are some of the issues that we're dealing with. And until we get down back to embracing and honoring and, Barbara, as you said, revering the elements, holding them as sacred, um, we're in trouble as a species and all sentient life is actually in trouble. So I just wanted to share that, uh, some of the work that I'm involved in uh, to help create a sustainable, renewable, energy-based type of economy because that's where we live. And, you know, Jody, you said earlier, a lot of people are having trouble being in the body. Well, if you look at what goes on, one can understand that. But, indeed, that's where we've been hired to, uh, to hang out in. So, it also, it also seems that all the things that you mentioned about the earth, it's like a mirror to everything that's going on within ourselves. We have our own irrigation system. We have we're, we're made up mostly of water. You know, there's all these exactly. different things that you mentioned. It's just a mirror of so being guardians or um, I forgot what word Barbara used. Stewards. Um, stewards of the earth. Custodians, yeah. Um, we're here to nurture the earth as much as the earth nurtures us. It's like mur- nurturing your mother as much as your mother nurtures exactly. us once we've grown. We kind of come back to nurturing our parents when they get older. But also um, the idea that we also, you were talking, or, or um, Kurt, either one of you both, <clears throat> we're talking about inside and out. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. we have the divine feminine that Barbara was talking about, but we also have the mother aspect of the divine feminine to ourselves so it's we have to learn how to nurture ourselves and nurture be on the planet nurturing the planet and be nurtured from ourselves and from the planet and all all existence through consciousness so there's a whole it's again it's always about understanding the greater whole as everyone it's for the goodness of everyone so which is the fifth dimensional consciousness the open heart compassion for all and making decisions that ha- that really support all of us, not just the I, but the we. 
So it goes back to that whole thing of honoring the earth. Part of this whole event is about honoring the earth and also that we're earthlings on the earth at this particular time. Absolutely. There's this beautiful song. I don't know if any of you know the group. Uh, What are they called? Now they're called Here to Hear, but they used to be called Inner Voice. And, uh, in fact, Gangaji uh, contacted me once when they were performing at uh, the Ethical uh, – what is it called? The Society for Ethical Culture, Society? where she was speaking. And she said, you've got to come up here, and you've got to hear them. They're amazing. And it ends up that I knew their producer, um, and they were amazing. They came over here the next day, and we did a wonderful – series of interviews with them and they sang a song called earthlings which god i should get it and uh addend mm. it to this show wow. i think everybody would enjoy it um anyway in closing if each of you would just share just a thought about this wonderful celebration we're all participating in and why you think people would really uh benefit from coming that would be great if you could just grab like 20 seconds each uh Kurt, why don't you begin, and we'll go around and end with Andy, so you can give the uh, logistical info again, if you would, Andy. Okay. Well, I'd just uh, love to invite everybody who's free that evening to come and, and just hear such an incredible diversity of voices who are still all joined in that one common heart caring about the earth. So come join us. Beautiful. Thank you. Jody. I would also say, come join us. <laughs> I think it's going to be a really great evening. It's going to be informational. It's going to be creative. It's going to be experiential. It's going to be a lot of fun also, and it's going to be masterful. So I think if you want to awaken to your own mastery just by being part of, just by coming and being part of the group or listening in from somewhere else, um, you're making a difference by being part of this as we create the energy, creation energy from all of us together. Beautiful. Make sure to come. Thank you. Beautiful. Barbara, would you? You know, all transformation takes place in the heart center. So join us because you'll have an opportunity to really experience that. And this is a time of either and, not either or. So as we can come together and enjoy it, as Jody said, it's going to be so much fun and creative and wonderful we can actually use that energy to walk the spiritual path with really practical feet and make a difference. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you, Barbara. Andy. Hi, everyone. I just, I just, from my heart to your heart, I am you and you are me. We are one. And it's, it's just so important for all of us to be connected and feel connected and really be in space like that. So the 11th Annual World Peace Earthquake Celebration is taking place on Saturday, April 21st, 2018, from 6.30 p.m. sharp to 9.45 p.m. Doors open at 6 p.m. The location in New York City is the New York New Church at 114 East 35th Street. That's between Park and Lexington Avenue. The event, can uh, you can... Purchase tickets in advance, and you can get more information by visiting our website at planetheart.org. You can also, if you're not in New York City, experience this event live because it is a global event, live streaming broadcast live. The link is youcanview.com, or you can visit our website. We'll have a direct link there. And you can also email us at birthday at wetheworld.org or call us at 212 212- Beautiful. So many twos, Andy. I love it. Thank you for being the spirit behind this, Andy Kane, uh, because you're the one who has really uh, brought this to life. And yes, we've helped you carry it over the years, but you you are really the impetus behind it. And I just want to acknowledge you for that. I think it's very important that that you've done this. Thank you. And Earth Mother, thank you, too. Uh And I, in my closing comment, want to emphasize the idea of family and community. This is very much a community-building kind of uh, event. 
And while we all agree that it needs to filter into our daily lives and be integrated there, uh, when we all get together in this kind of way, in this kind of space, there's this love energy that feels so good, it's really elevating and uplifting and inspiring. And we can take that to each other as well as back into our own lives as we continue to build, may I use the phrase, a better world. So... I want to just thank you all for being on. Uh, Andy Kane, Kurt Johnson, Jody Sirota, Barbara Bijou. It's been wonderful to have you all on as guests today and to share from our hearts this, uh, this beautiful event and how we feel about what's happening in the world right now and how we can interact and help to evolve it as best we can. So I want to just thank you all for being here today. So I will see you all soon, and all of you listening from all over, uh, please consider what's been shared here, and come, come one, come all, and enjoy the festivities with us, whether you're with us geographically or spiritually or online. We, we really hope that you'll be part of our, our beautiful event. So thank you all. This is Mitchell J. Rabin for A Better World. Remember, we are a nonprofit organization as well, and we live by your donations. So we so, so appreciate your kindness and generosity. And to get onto our mailing list and receive our free newsletter that announces our weekly radio and community television shows, go to www.abetterworld.net and a betterworld.tv. It's both the same, and I look forward to seeing you all next week. Bye.